If you know you should be using social media to market your business, brand, or side hustle, but you're feeling overwhelmed and confused, then this is the podcast for you. I'm Johanna, your go-to girl for all things Instagram, and here on the podcast, we talk about not just the gram, but also social media, personal branding, and digital marketing. So stay tuned, we're about to dive into the next episode. Just over a year ago, I felt like I was living in my own little bubble. I worked in social media management and also served as the virtual right-hand babe to an influencer from LA. It was such a unique job, I was sure no one else was doing anything like it. I mean, I didn't even know this job existed, I kind of just made it up. I had two limiting beliefs. One, people didn't get my job or they judged me for working in social media. I mean, how millennial of me. And two, no one around me did anything similar to what I was doing. I followed a few girls on Instagram who were virtual assistants or social media account managers, but it felt like because they were in LA or just in the States in general that they must know a lot more than me. I isolated myself because I didn't think there were any people in my city that I could work with. When I think of networking, I imagine a big conference room with those high tables you stand at, wearing something that I'm at least a little bit uncomfortable in and a tacky name tag pinned to my chest. I imagine looking around, having no one to talk to, praying someone will approach me, and praying even harder that we'll get along. Basically, my worst nightmare. To be honest, the only situations where I would consider attending a network event were if I was going with someone I knew or if I knew at least five other people who were going, which pretty much defeats the purpose. Or I'd go if I felt like I was in a position of authority with the people and people would want to talk to me. Basically, I didn't want to be out of my comfort zone. So when I kept hearing how important networking was, I freaked out, shriveled up, and ignored it. Now, I am someone who can easily make conversation when put in the position to. I'm not shy per se, but I would be hesitant to start a conversation with a stranger. As much as I talk in my Instagram stories and expose my life and insecurities on social media, I am, by definition, an introvert. I'm more energized when I'm alone, and I come home from social situations drained. And so, networking just wasn't a priority. Cue Jessica Sparks. If you don't know her, Jess Sparks is a bubbly little firecracker who grew up not far from me. We met at summer camp when we were 12, but we didn't stay in touch. In June of 2018, we reconnected and even planned two big projects together. Jess is always talking about collaboration. Because our collaboration was so successful, I figured I really need to try more of this. Let's quickly discuss the difference between networking and collaboration. Networking is simply having discussions with people, getting to know who they are and what they're up to. Collaboration, to me, is working on a project together, big or small. This could be an Instagram post, a blog post, a podcast interview, or something bigger like an event. While the project might bring in money, it's not a money exchange. The biggest aha moment for me was when I realized that I could network on a one-to-one basis. You mean having coffee with someone counts as networking? Well, yeah, duh. That I can handle. I'm trying to remember what I thought going into my first coffee date with a stranger. It was Christina Anania, the cutest holistic nutritionist you will ever meet. We got a coffee, sat down in the busy cafe, asked each other a ton of questions, and the scheduled hour quickly turned into an hour and a half. In the year to follow, we've had multiple photo shoot dates and even spoke on a panel together. Fast forward to now, and I've had a dozen of these coffee or brunch dates. I think I like them because they are, for the most part, really predictable. You'll be there for about an hour, you'll chat, you'll ask each other questions, the end. There's no obligation to become best friends. You're both adults. I think you can manage an hour of conversation. And don't doubt, and don't doubt yourself. Trust me, you can talk for an hour. Networking has led me to tons of opportunities for panels, new clients, and workshops. That's money in my pocket because I spent a few hours of my time with a stranger. 
So what are the benefits of networking and collaborations? One, you get a different point of view. In this freelance life, it can be really hard to know what other people are doing. What are they offering? What are they charging? How do they onboard clients? What does their workflow look like? What are their favorite resources for learning or for business? A one-hour conversation can set off light bulbs for you or spark completely new ideas. Number two, collaborations specifically are a great way to practice, quote, group work. You know, those projects I hated in university, the ones where I would say, okay, yes, I'll do the majority of the work, uh, just do what I tell you. Yeah, I'm an Enneagram 3. Shocker, I know. But when you collaborate with someone in your industry who actually cares about the project, it's a whole different world. It's fun and exciting, and there are always great lessons learned along the way. Number three, networking and collaborating expands your network, not just by one person, but tenfold. It leads to referrals, new connections, and maybe even a shout out on social media. So how can I start networking and collaborating? First up, share your location on Instagram. There's nothing worse to me than when I'm looking at someone's profile and I can't figure out where they live. I'm like, girl, I want to be friends. Where are you at? I'm not saying to list your house address. Just make sure someone can easily figure out which city you are in. Even if all your work with clients can be done virtually, sharing your location is important to open up opportunity for collaborations and referrals. Second, start reaching out. Don't feel like you have to only network with people who have the same job as you. Reach out and get together with people whose services complement yours in order to create referral opportunities. I love networking with people who are in my industry or who offer services that are in the same realm as mine, but they are things that I don't actually offer. I would always rather refer, to, refer a client to someone I actually know and like versus someone that I know of that does the work they're looking for. Asking someone to go for coffee may be a little intimidating. I mean, you are meeting a total stranger who you've been keeping tabs on on the internet, but what's the worst case scenario? They say no, in which case, no big deal. But there's one thing I think we need to keep in mind. What value do you have to offer them? What are you bringing to the table? I get that you want to have coffee with people that you want to learn from, but remember, their years of experience, education, and expertise are incredibly valuable as well as their time. So chances are, if you want to talk to someone because you want their job and you want to pick their brain, they might say no, ignore you, or gently explain that that's what they get paid for. Having a coffee date with a peer is a lot different than asking someone as a mentor, so just keep that in mind. My last tip for your upcoming networking dates, which I'm sure you're already daydreaming about, is to follow up after the meeting. Thank them for their time, and if there were any resources you discussed sharing, send those over as soon as possible. Make a note to support the people you've collaborated and networked with by engaging with them on social media. This makes you a kind human, and it will help you stay on top of their mind for referrals. Networking has been a game changer for my business in 2018 and already in 2019. I truly enjoy it, and it is part of business strategy. The next step for me is virtual coffee dates. This somehow seems more weird and awkward than in real life, but I know it will be beneficial. At least if I get shut down, the chances of me running into that person in real life are slim to none. Alright girl, get out there, have fun, network, and collaborate. This podcast is proudly supported by my free download called Give Your Instagram Profile a Facelift, which you can grab at j-o-h-h-h-a-n-n-a dot com forward slash facelift. And last thing, I'd be totally thrilled if you'd rate my podcast and leave a review. I'm just getting started, but I have lots to share and you'd really be helping a girl out. Chat soon, and until then, I'll see you on the ground.